May the seeds of the tree grow everywhere. Welcome to the Circus of Seeds. I don't know why the myth of Perseus and Medusa resonates with me so much and why I felt compelled to explore it. Maybe it's something to do with watching Ray Harryhausen films as a child, I've no idea. But I'd like to explore the myth and what it can teach us and what it hints at. Because I think we've become so disconnected from our myths, we no longer tell them as they were once told. They're no longer understood as they were once understood. Now, whether my understanding is correct or not, I don't know, because I can only imagine it from my own context. But I still think there's something to be learned from exploring it as a myth even if I'm attaching new narratives to it rather than ones that once existed. However, I will try and connect it to the original wording and some of the original thoughts behind it. So we have our hero, Perseus Eurymedon, which means Perseus, the destroyer, or one who cuts, and broad rule, Eurymedon. So here we have something already in the tale that indicates what Perseus is about. He set the challenge to go off and destroy Medusa, a formerly human woman with snakes for hair that turns anyone she sees, or that sees her, that looks her in, into her eyes, into stone. So Medusa, again, also means protectress or guardian, and Medu also is related to rule. We find it in Yuri Medon. So Perseus has already set out to destroy rule, and here we find in Medusa a human form of rules that turn anyone that looks at her into stone with snakes for hair, which is symbolic of complexity, which is symbolic of cycles and flows, as well as both healing and harm. So you could say that Medusa, in looking into her eyes, in peering into complexity, makes us victims of analysis paralysis. We are unable to engage. We are just locked down. And by gazing at complexity, this is often one of its effects. You get tangled in the snakes of her hair and you are unable to engage. So in order to find and fight Medusa, Perseus must first find the Grainai, the old ones, three old grey women who share one eye and one tooth. Their names are horror, alarm, and dread, the past, present, and future of fear. By stealing their eye and keeping it from them, he, they lead him to the nymphs of the dusk, which then give him the weapons and tools that he needs to engage with Medusa. So in confronting his fears and engaging with his fears, even grabbing the eye of his fears, he is able to further explore and get to the point where he can arm himself in order to engage with complexity. Then we have the nymphs of the dusk, who represent a kind of liminal space, an edge space between both light and dark, who give him a cap of invisibility, a gift from Hades, Lord of Death or Change, the winged sandals of Hermes, who represents the mind and mercurial thought, allowing him to fly up 
and down to view things from a different perspective. He receives a mirror shield from Athena, the goddess of wisdom, which is both a shield and a mirror, something that acts as a boundary that protects and defends and removes and prevents things from hitting, but also something which allows to reflect and see the thing as a reflection, to see it as separate, to disconnect it in order to engage with it. He receives a sword from Zeus, the ruler of the clouds, the ruler of thought, and swords are symbolically, again, represent thought in the tarot and historically represent thought and speed and swiftness of mind. They're a means of cutting the idea from the reality in order to engage with it. And a magic bag that will fit anything within it. So here Perseus is armed with the things that he needs to reflect. The cap of invisibility from Hades makes him invisible to spirits, to forces that would affect him, as we later see when he meets with the Gorgons. Gorgons, not Gordons. Sorry, any Gordons out there. So the Gorgons, the dread ones, each with a head of snakes, symbolic of death and reverse, rebirth, cycles, tangles, and flow. A Medusa, the protectress, guardian, rules, perhaps representing human complexity, perhaps representing human culture. Who knows? I'm speculating here. I'm thinking of random. Then Steno, which means forceful, perhaps value and spirits, the forces that are pulling on us both internally and externally. And Uriel, the far roaming, the distant, distant threats and opportunities, perhaps weaker forces in the universe affecting us. So Perseus looks in the mirror, his mirror shield, in order to take off the head of Medusa. Then he dons his cap of invisibility in order to escape, in order to contain the ideas that he's disconnected from reality without looking at them, shielding himself from the spirits that are affecting him, removes the head and takes it away. The head later is found on the shield of Athena, the goddess of wisdom, after gifted to her by Perseus. So it's at once a shield of complexity which she uses in order to fight and battle her enemies, but it's also that which prevents harm from coming to her. And we find this Medusa's head as a symbol to ward off the evil eye in many cultures, engaging directly with thoughts, ideas, and ill will. This is a random rant. I don't know where it's going. I don't know if any of this is value in the way in which we engage with our myths. But for me, I find it interesting to look at the origins, to look at the root. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm not a mythologist. I'm just an amateur. I'm just exploring. But I find it's useful to engage with our myths in the original contexts in which they were attended, or at least try to connect them to the original etymology, to the original words, in order to see what was trying to be taught beyond assuming it's some kind of allegory for something that happened in the physical world, when it could be something that happened on a more mental level. Thank you. May the branches be blessed with loss and fair. May the seeds of the tree grow everywhere. May the seeds of the tree grow everywhere.
Thanks for your attention. If you enjoyed the music for this episode, you can find it on SoundCloud. It's a piece called The Tree of Love from Bridget Cousins. Thank you.